Okay. Um, good morning. I'm Tina. I'm a grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater. Hi, um, Tina. Hi, uh, Tina. I was getting ready so I could be on camera at seven. I'm just going to take a deep breath. I'm really grateful to be here and I'm grateful that I was asked to speak, particularly at this meeting on this subject. Um, I feel like I have been on the slippery slope lately and it was a real reminder to me that relapse can come in a heartbeat. And then I remember, oh my God, um, I remember a sponsor saying to me once, you think that you'll be able to just get abstinent again in a hurry. And she's like, you never know when that will be granted again. And, um, and, and it, and I, <laughs> that really dark place for me is um, quite a nightmare. Um, so let me just go back and, and qualify. I, um, I started eating compulsively. I remember around three ish. Um, I've been up and down the scale 50 pounds. Um, I am currently not at my chosen weight. I am probably 15 pounds above it, maybe 12 or so. I don't know. And, um, and part of that has to do with some medications that, that I've been switching my doctor and stuff, but the other five pounds, mm, that's me. Um, and so, and I've been trying to I should say trying to get that off, but not really. So here, let me say this. Um, I am a devoted sugar addict and compulsive overeater. Um, I have, I lost jobs because of my compulsive overeating. Um, I no longer qualified to have those jobs or um, my behavior was so erratic that I was fired. And I know that that had a lot to do with um, my overeating. I also go into dark depressions when I'm in the food, especially when I'm in sugar and um, to the point where I need medication that I don't need when I'm not in the sugar and heavily into the food. So it's a very serious problem for me when I'm in the food. Um, my relationships don't go well and my life really falls apart in a very visible, tangible way. Um, I've been in the program for about, I think about 30 years. Yeah, I started in Los Angeles um, approximately 30 years ago. Um, a friend of mine 12-stepped me and uh, it was in Santa Monica in Los Angeles. And if anybody knows about LA, if you're not a size zero or two, you're overweight. Um, and, um, and so I first went to a meeting in how, which, um, at the time they have, they're, they're slightly different, but at the time and every, every meeting has their own version. So, um, when I walk in the room in Los Angeles, Santa Monica, there wasn't anybody that was even close to overweight. They were all model weight and, um, they weren't telling stories and I just couldn't relate. I couldn't get it, but I stayed with it and ended up in how, um, later and I got it. And um, it was the love of the program, love of the people, the 
the program, the community, the steps that really helped me to hang on because I wasn't abstinent, um, but I was getting and I was still eating and I was still having sugar and I was still in denial. But I knew something, something was there that I needed. Um, I went out, um, stayed in relapse, did not get abstinent because I'm a horrible dieter and terrible when I'm and dieting for me is when I'm not using the program and I'm just dealing with a food plan and I'm fooling myself. I'm going to meetings. I have a diet, you know, I have a diet, but I don't have a program. And for me, I'm lousy at that. Some people are good at it and I don't pat last past 72 hours. And that would be a long one. I got fired by um, sponsor after sponsor after sponsor. Cause I slipped, slip, 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 slip. Um, and so and maybe they were minor, but um, they were holding me accountable. And um, and I, I just, I couldn't, because I was still holding on to doing it myself. Um, fast five. forward, thank you. Fast forward, um, oh, I don't know, 10 years maybe. Um, and I um, came back to the Bay Area and, um, and I went to a, a meeting and I had a sponsor and she started me on the steps and she gave me a very simple food plan that was not, it was manageable for me at the time. Um, and it wasn't geared so much towards weight loss as it was geared towards sanity during the day. There were breaks during my eating. There was an amount that was easy to measure without having to measure and weigh it. And, and it was clear and it was very clear whether I was abstinent or not. And um, I was able to follow that. And then I was able to do the steps for the first time I was in program and I was abstinent. It was amazing. Um, I couldn't believe it. And I stayed abstinent until I got to the eighth and ninth step. And I got freaked out and I got, you know, um, in, in, um, intimidated by having to make amends and by the idea that, oh my goodness, I'm not going to be able to afford to make amends. I couldn't get out of my head and I couldn't get back into step one, two, and three. Um, so I went out, went and, 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 and relapse for me is not immediate. I don't just go binge. I start with, oh, I'll be okay with this. Like sugar, I'm just going to say. I remember when I relapsed in sugar, it was like, oh, the first year I did fine. I was like, I'll just have non, you know, no sugar-free yogurt and uh, sugar-free frozen yogurt. By the second year, it's, well, I'll just have, and then I start adding things to the yogurt and they may not be too bad and I'll still be okay. By the third year, I've slid out completely and what's going on top of that yogurt and what's in what's in my mouth and what I'm going to the store to get. I am back in full on addict mode. And um, and I'm one of those people that would get up in the middle of the night at two o'clock in the morning and go to the grocery store and get two or three more bags of candy and eat the whole thing until I'm sick. And then I will go to sleep, wake up groggy and eat some more. It'll be on my pillow next to me or under it if I'm hiding it. And I'll just keep going around the clock. 
it's um it's a horrible thing for me. I cannot stop once I start. Um I'm um fortunate that um I came back I'm getting a little lost. Um 10 years went by and um I think 2006 No, anyway. Um I came back to OA and um July 6th, sometimes I try and figure out how people know their abstinent date. I'm like, how they know that date? <laughs> July 6th, nine years ago, whatever that is, um, I put down the sugar and I was bottomed out. I, I mean, it was absolutely insane. And um, I had a moment and um, on the way back from um, being with family at a, a 4th of July event, um, on the way back, I put my um, my bags of stuff in the garbage can at 76 station. And I said, that's it. I can't, I won't. And I'm going back to OA. Um, by that night, I was in telephone meetings. Um, and I stayed in them until I found the local meetings. And then I went. And, um, and I have not had a, a bite of sugar in nine years. Um, as of July 6th. When I say that's a miracle, I'm telling you right now, that's a miracle. I have nothing to do with that. Nothing. Because I don't look at sugar and wish I could have it. I don't crave it. I don't think about it. And when I get too close to it, I'm like the thing in the big book that talks about react like a hot flame. That's exactly what happens to me. It's like, oh, uh-uh, no. Mm-mm. And people say, oh, just having a, no. And I'll say, I'm allergic to that. And they're like, you're allergic to sugar. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. I'm like, okay. That's you know, fine. Thank you. Like, oh, oh, but I am. And I just leave it at that. Now, what's important is that I am not so great about, oh, I do have to say something funny So uh, to me. So I, I left sugar and I think in the next several months, I lost like five pounds. I was so mad because I was like, what do you mean? I gave up all that eating, all that sugar, and all I lost was five pounds. I was hot. <laughs> I was so mad because I thought, well, at least that. Um, and um, when I got abstinent again, and when I came back almost 10 years ago, it took about 10 months after the five pounds before my weight started to drop. I was, um, took a while to get abstinent. And my sponsor at the time said, wait until you get to the eighth and ninth step, the weight will move. And I was, I was so desperate. And I got the first sponsor that was available in the room. There were four of us in there. There was one person abstinent and she became my sponsor. And that was it. It was like, okay, she's available. She seems, you know, saying we're in. And so, um, so right around the eighth and ninth steps, I did. And the weight started to move very slowly. So I share with newcomers often, it doesn't always move, even if you're abstinent, even if you're doing you know, the right thing, it takes time. And for me, it was humbling. And it, it taught me to wait and to have patience. Um, fast forward to now, um, like I said, my weight's back up and um, and I want to go on a diet. And I start looking at my food plan, which I absolutely agree I need to do that. 
my sponsor says to me, every time I start looking at my food plan, she's like, you always start looking at your food plan when things in your life are like crazy. She said, you know, you need to look at your program. I'll help you modify your, your food plan, but let's look at your life and your program. And so um, recently um, I, I said, what is going on here? Because I feel the compulsion coming back. And one day I, I was on, I was attracted to sugar and I was like, okay, that's huge. Like I, that's a really big red flag for me. And I'm terrified of sliding back down into that hole. Um, thank God. And so recently, um, since I was asked to speak at this meeting, I was like, oh, let me look at my food plan. <laughs> and and I heard within me a, a small voice saying, let's look at your program. And I said, okay. I'm like, what am I doing? And I said, you know, I've skimped on the meetings the last couple of weeks. Let me get in some extra meetings. I did. Let me volunteer for service. I did. I offered to be a secretary of a meeting, offered to speak at two meetings. And then I said, Okay. And have I been doing my readings in the morning? And I'm like, not really. So I used to listen to, I recorded on awakening in my own voice on my phone. And I would get up and push the button before my head even left the pillow and start listening to it. I memorized acceptance is the answer because that becomes my mantra when my head is absolutely insane and it won't shut up. I start saying that acceptance is the answer to all my problems over and over. And the serenity prayer in between that just because I feel like my mind needs a bone and I give it one instead of the one it's going off on. You're not good enough. You're this and that. You're fat. You're I just give it the other bone. Acceptance is the answer. God grant me the serenity. And the third prayer, I just repeat those things. It's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm just going to keep repeating it over and over. Um, I did those things. And, and I also went back to the first, second, and third step. And I said, okay, okay, God, clearly I cannot manage this food, period. I've been there before. And I got my abstinence that day, clean, clear, clear as day. Um, and so I didn't go back on a diet. Granted, I did cut some things out that day that I was like, you know, I don't really work. Those don't really work well for me. Like chips don't really work well. I think I'm going to leave those out today when I go out to lunch. I did. And I didn't crave and I wasn't hungry. And I could swear to you that it's about the food. And it is, I, I emphasize it is my diet is really healthy in general. Um, I just need to eat less, but I realize I can't do that myself. I literally cannot manage it myself. And what that means for me is I need to come to meetings because there are other people. Thank you. I hear that. I need to tell the truth about what I'm doing and I need to work my program like crazy. I'll finish by saying I'm one of those people that I feel like I need a, a big life raft around me to keep me from falling over. If it's too small and I'm like on one of those paddle boards and then I just fall off because I don't have balance and it's not enough for me. I need a program that's big enough that if I fall over, I'm still on that raft. I'm not, you know, dangling. It, it has to be substantial so that I feel full so that I'm not struggling on my own. 
And that's what I have to share today. And thank you again for having me here.